0: Thursday, May 16th. Welcome to Market MarketFoolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio today from Motley Fool's Supernova, Matt Argusinger and from Million Dollar Portfolio, Mr. Charlie Travers. Happy Thursday, guys. Hey, glad Chris. to be here. Uh, we're going to talk Tesla Motors, which appears to be a stock incapable of falling. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of big Dow stocks reporting earnings, Walmart and Cisco Systems. But uh, uh, two quick housekeeping notes. Uh, one is that this morning, the Gerald Loeb Award nominations were announced, and for those who don't know, and I'm assuming amongst our dozens of listeners, that's pretty much everyone, <laughs> um, the Gerald Loeb Award is essentially the the highest award in the world of business journalism. Um, and I am very happy to report that in the uh, category of commentary uh, for business and financial reporting, the Motley Fool has not won, but two nominees. Of the, we got forty percent of the nominations. Bringing the heat, uh-huh. we are bringing the Morgan Housel and Elon uh, Muskovitz um, uh, both nominated in the commentary category. And again, this is an award that people like Paul Krugman, Andrew Ross Sorkin, and others have won. So, um, so just just great news for those guys and and for the Fool.
1: Bravo! And you know, Elon Muskovitz, classmate in the first analyst development program here at the Fool, was he five years ago? Yeah, he's my he's my classmate. Wow! And what have you done? <laughs> I have done I have I'm on this podcast. That's got <laughs> to be go. something.
0: There you go. As we were talking about before, the, the Gerald Loeb Awards needs to get into the 21st century and include a podcast category. I feel like Market Foolery might have a shot then, but um, the second little bit of housekeeping, uh, I got to my desk this morning. There was a letter waiting for me. Um, I'm assuming this is from one of our dozens of listeners, um, because recently I mentioned that uh, I'm going to be in the market for uh, a new car, because my... my uh, one of my cars has basically died, and I, I need to get a new one. I'm, I'm looking for like a, like a trade Like in. a Model S. Okay. You, no, I'm not looking for a Model <laughs> S. I am not, Alex Scherer. And so uh, I open up the letter, and it is a full-page ad for uh, Dar Cars, basically a car dealership in New Carrollton, Maryland. Uh, and just a sticky note that says, trade, uh, Chris, trade now for top dollar. And and it's just signed the letter J. <laughs> which all I could think was, isn't that Will Smith in the Men in Black movie? He's Agent J, isn't he? I think. I think, I think. Right. I'll go with I, you on that. I, yeah. I don't think it's him, but uh, but I think it's one of our <laughs> listeners basically saying, hey, you're looking for a new car? Head on out to New Carrollton, Maryland. So thank you. I, pr- I appreciate that. Back oh, yeah. on. Uh, I will check that out. All right. Let's, uh, let's start with Tesla Motors. Uh, Tesla is raising $230 million through a secondary stock offering. And Matt, usually this is the kind of shareholder dilution event that leads to a stock falling. Why are shares up in the neighborhood of ten percent this morning
1: hey, on this news? You know, about five days ago, I think Tesla turned into Teflon Motors. Yeah, because it seems like you know, no matter what, no matter what happens, Tesla's going to go up ten percent every day <laughs> on the news. And again, it's up, it's up today. Uh, yeah, so they're raising, they're raising a total of eight hundred and thirty million part uh, part through issuing a secondary and then issuing convertible. Uh, debt, paying back uh, their government loan, which is which is a good thing. Uh, but the the story here probably is that is that Elon Musk himself, the CEO, is going to buy a hundred million dollars worth of stock. Part forty five million in the secondary, and then fifty five million maybe a, as a follow on. So okay. he's investing a hundred million of his own money. That certainly, because if you factor in the Tesla's current market cap plus whatever this offering ends up being, there, there's about eleven billion dollar market cap now, and he's saying, you know, I'm I'm buying a hundred million right now, and that's that's. You know that gives you some faith that he thinks the stock, the company, and the stock value could go a lot higher. Um, but this company can really do no wrong. I mean, I, I just, I just feel like I'm getting nervous myself because I see the headlines now. Oh, Tesla's the, you know, now it's America's fourth auto company, and it's the new, it's the new Toyota price right. I mean, you know, they're they're going to sell about twenty-one thousand cars, which, in, <laughs> the, in the scheme of auto business, it's a, it's a tiny. Let's a be tiny clear, direction. that's not a lot of cars. Not a lot of cars, but. Hey, you know they're going to be they're going to be pretty profitable, um, probably especially next year. And you know, hey, it could be worth a lot more. And certainly, Elon Musk thinks so.
2: The the Musk buy here is the real key because sure. if you see these growth stocks go up two or three fold, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's an offering. We're looking to sell stock and raise money. That tends to call at least a short-term top in the stock. Every time. Uh, because people are like, oh, they're willing to sell to us, uh, but must stepping up here and saying it's still a good buy at this price, uh, I think is what made this a unique situation that you tend not to see very often. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's assume, for the sake of argument, that the, the massive short selling that we saw over the last three months, let's, let's assume that... Uh, while it won't go away completely, that it probably scared off some short sellers. That's, there were some saying, you know what, I, I'm just not going to touch this anymore. Um, don't you feel like the stock is now at a point where it, it any misstep mm. and it's going to drop pretty significantly?
1: I, I think so. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of air underneath the stock. I mean, as we talked before, um, a lot of this was just a short squeeze. It was it was money. they had kind of their in. first
0: profitable quarter ever, right, which right.
1: is like no one was expecting that, and that's legitimate. But but when I see when I see for example a Wall Street bank which I will not name raise their price target from forty seven to one hundred three, in like four days ago after Morgan you know, Stanley, the, <laughs> I was I didn't say it, but that that to me says gosh, you know we've gotten to a point where now everyone's. Uh, everyone's kind of in on the story now with Tesla, um, and everyone's a, everyone's a fan. Whereas, you know, if you go back three months ago, there was all this commentary out there that, gosh, Tesla might not make it through 2013 if if Model S sales don't pick up or if the Model X is a bust, Model X being the new SUV version coming out probably next year, this company might not be around in a year or two, and now it's they can do no wrong. So that, to me, always thinks there's a lot of error in the stock right now.
0: In January, the stock traded in the mid-30s. As of this taping, it's in the low 90s. If anyone is looking at all of this attention being paid to Tesla, what do you tell them? Do you do you say wait for a pullback because it is almost certainly coming at some point in this calendar year?
1: It is definitely coming, as Charlie and I were saying. If you are an ultra-long-term investor and you can believe in the story for the next at least five years, maybe 10 years – I think it 's fine because I think the capital allocation rate the raise here is, is a smart thing with the stock price at all time high and the fact that the news is so positive but I would be caust- I would be cautious this is certainly a much riskier investment right now, obviously than it was uh, a month ago
0: walmart 's first quarter earnings were in line with expectations, but same store sales fell almost one and a half percent. Uh, and Charlie, they also lowered guidance for the second quarter. So not, not surprisingly, the stock down a couple of ticks this morning.
2: So I thought they put the same store sales problem behind them. They went through a stretch. I think it was two years running where oh, every yeah. quarter their same store sales were down. Uh, and then they seemed to in the U S in the U S was it in the U S or just just in the U S. Okay. Uh, and then it seemed like they fixed that problem. But here we are down again. Uh, CEO, Michael Duke came out and said, uh, consumers just don't want to shop at Walmart anymore. Uh, no, he didn't really say that. <laughs> uh, you'll never hear a CEO say that. Instead, you hear, uh, delay in income tax refunds, uh, retail favorite, the weather, uh, the payroll tax increase. You had me there. I really, yeah. I really
1: thought he said that. He said that? Really? No, oh, I'm no, I'd be
2: really impressed if, if he said that. Uh, and I, th- I think for companies like Walmart, which are hitting uh, middle America consumers, uh, that payroll tax increase is actually fairly significant yeah. to their business. Uh, I-, I don't want to make light of that. Um, but long term, I- I'm a believer in Walmart. I think they're doing a lot of the right things. Uh, in particular, they finally raised their membership fee for Sam's Club, uh, first time in seven years. Wow. Uh, so that that's a nice little boost they're going to get there. And then the smaller footprint neighborhood market stores, uh, which are full service grocery stores, uh, they're going to put down a. Hundred new stores a, a year there. Uh, so I think in the long run, they're going to be fine. Uh, just have modest expectations here.
0: It's kind of amazing, though, that if you take into account the problems that they had, particularly here in the U.S. with same-store sales. You look at a chart of this stock over the last one, two, five years. It's beating the market. I mean, it's not, it's not doing crazy things like Tesla, nor
2: should it, given the size of the company. But it it, it is a very steady outperformer. Well, so for the long time, this was a stock that went no nowhere. It was uh, lumped in the same category as a Microsoft over yeah. the last decade, uh, and it was trading down at ten times earnings not that long ago, uh, with a yield over three percent. And I think the market finally woke up that this is a high quality retailer trading at a. Attractive valuation. Cisco Systems' first
0: quarter profits came in higher than expected. Uh, they had a good outlook for the second quarter. Um, almost single-handedly, this stock is is propping up the Dow index today because <laughs> shares, uh, shares up more than 10% this morning. I, I've owned this stock for a long time. I can't think of a time when it – I mean, it's got to be at least a decade since it's had this kind of move upwards. It certainly had move, uh, moves down, but uh, – uh, what is going on at Cisco Systems? man? Well,
1: yeah, it, I mean it's it's probably a, a situation where uh, bad expectations meet slightly better results. Yeah. I think. I mean, because a lot of their competitors, whether it's Juniper uh, Networks or some other ones, they just the news has been pretty bad, especially in, right. the, in the enterprise big space. And but Cisco seemed to seem to have pretty decent results here. I was I was impressed by the way that their their government federal government spending, which uh, I think accounts for about twenty percent of the revenue, was it was down three percent, which you probably expect given the way that the state of the government, but they they had state and local government spending was up 5%, which, gosh, I didn't really, I didn't really know. That's surprising. That is, that was surprising to me. So... Um, You know, I th- things are going well, and they they see, uh, particularly Amer- the Americas, I guess, which includes the U.S., obviously, and, and emerging markets seem to be doing well and offsetting, mo- mostly offsetting the downside
2: they're seeing in Asia and Europe and some other places. So the parts so. of their business that are uh, in line with what we think of as the big technology trends, like cloud computing, data centers, wireless, uh, those are pretty strong performers for them. Like the data center business is up 77%, wireless up 27%. Wow. So I think, like, their core... Yeah. Uh, Router kind of stuff, or they're competing with cheap commodity products, is maybe not doing so well. But the higher end products seem to be catching uh, catching wind for them. Um, I can't say I know exactly what Cisco does. You know, I try and stream <laughs> video to my phone, and it's just like works like magic. Um, but I rely on them to pull it off.
1: Right, and I, th- I think we've talked we've we've talked for a while now that there there there, there has been sort of this. This replacement cycle of technology for yep. a lot of companies just been, it keeps being pushed and pushed and pushed. Right. Um, and at some point, companies are just going to have to start upping their capex spending. And you know, and so I don't know, Cisco. And and Cisco is also one of those. Speaking of Walmart and Microsoft, it, it was it's been in a rut for a long yep. time. And this is kind of the first yeah, tell breakout me about it. it's had. So. You know, hey, there you go. go I want to go, I want to go back to something you said earlier about,
0: um, because part of, there, there were some lowered expectations for Cisco going into this quarter. And part of that had to do with the latest results from Juniper, from IBM. Right. And uh, I'm just curious how you guys think, you know, we hear, we hear different stocks being referred to as bellwether stocks. And I'm just curious, do, do you, when you look at technology, Writ large, particularly when it comes to this, the infrastructure and and the capEx spending that you were talking about, Matt, do you look at one company as having um, greater weight as being a bellwether over the others, or do you sort of lump IBM and Cisco together or or is it just something that is just played up in the media and you think, you know what? yes, there are trends, but individual companies are individual companies.
1: Yeah, it's 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 tough to say. I mean, I, I I certainly think when you see results from IBM or Cisco uh, or Microsoft, you put a little higher weight um, than something like a small software company like Click Technologies for some right. for some reason. But you you learn a lot, I think, seeing where particularly corporations are spending their money, and you know certain companies who who happen to be say in the cloud space or in the storage space or in the security space, which we've seen there's been a lot of gains in that in that particular technology sector lately. You know. It, Corporations follow the trends, and if those certain trends are strong, certain companies who are, who have niche products in those spaces are going to do well.
0: I don't want to jinx my fellow shareholders of Cisco Systems, but just like we talked recently about Johnson & Johnson, which is now, I think, on a two or three quarter streak of not having any kind of significant screw up or recall. <laughs> um, it, uh, again, knock on wood, it seems like it's been a little while since we've, had to talk about Cisco Systems making a fall down stupid acquisition and lighting a pile of money <laughs> on fire. Um, right. it, 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 in all seriousness though, do you, when you look at this company, do you, and you see these results, do you think uh, at, on any level that they are becoming more focused and saying, you know what? you know the the cisco of 5 years ago where we were chasing the next gadget and and buying flipcam and and then writing down hundreds of millions of dollars is that in the past or is that or is it just a matter of time before they do it again because again John Chambers has been CEO
2: for a very long time sure sure uh so this is a business that's a serial acquirer uh always has been and there's always integration risk there's always uh, the you know possibility that something you buy isn't going to work out you're going to end up writing it down uh, they were just making more acquisitions within the recent quarter uh for some wireless technology i have no idea if that's going to work but now to your yeah. point i think don't be surprised if there's write downs in the future uh shares at more than a two-year high. What do you think?
0: Is it is it a good still a good buy at this price, or is it now starting to get a little uh, uh, to use a Jason Moser term, frothy? Frothy.
1: I, I, now, looking just glancing quickly at, at, at Cisco, I don't think it looks frothy to me. And, and what's the yeah. dividend yield now? It's, uh,
2: it's I think I want to say two and a half. Uh, but yeah, they've been very aggressive with stock buybacks when the right. price is beaten down. Of they've been aggressively raising that dividend as well. Right. Uh, so those are the kind of things I like to see in a big uh, company like this.
0: All right. Charlie Travers, Matt Argusinger, Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. Our producer is Matt Greer. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday.
2: So, Chris, do you own like every large cap dog of the last decade? Because <laughs> you're like, I own Microsoft. No, I, own I Cisco. Sold, I sold my Microsoft. Yeah, but you owned it the whole time.
0: I, I, I owned it. Yes, I owned it for um, right up until the point that the stock uh, started to go up. I, I think. think. I think somehow they found out like, that I had sold it, and they were like, oh, "Okay, got to, yeah, take take off let's now. Start, yeah, yeah. Let's let's start uh, let's start delivering here." So, uh, so yeah, yeah. okay.